Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the CDL Huddle. I am Dirtbag Don, and I am joined, as always, by my host, G18. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. If you went on Black Friday shopping, hopefully you guys were, you know, safe. Got some good deals. Definitely safe. But, uh, yeah, it's good to be back. We're going to jump into into week 12 after we, you know, we go through the injuries and some news. A um, lot this week. Yeah, there was a lot to have in this week. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go through our point standings. James just keeps, you know, extending his lead. Fuck. That son of a bitch. Fuck. We got so we got our awards of the week, our our top ten power rankings. Uh, we got a current uh, draft order that we'll go over, uh, and then we're gonna jump ahead to week thirteen. Some big games in week thirteen. Crazy. Uh, we're getting close to the end of a long season. It's, it's, Miami it's still hasn't had their bye week. I know. There's a lot of things going on that, uh, <laughs> man, it's going to be awesome. Um, so I'm going to just want to kick off that new segment with that big piece that came out. Um, it was yep. later on, on uh, Tuesday. Uh, Rams uh, and former UCF running back Otis Anderson Jr. has passed away at the age of 23. Um, he was an undrafted free agent in 2021 class. Uh, I guess he was shot and killed by his father and, uh, his mother was wounded and was in critical condition. Uh, that's, that's pretty, uh, it's pretty terrible. That's terrible. Be shot and killed by your own father. Just, uh, getting your career started. Yeah. Uh, sucks. But what else, uh, I mean, what else can we say? I mean, um, just want to make sure that everybody's aware of it. It's crazy out there. So yeah, be safe, be safe. Uh, but other than that, we'll just hop into the rest of the news. Uh, that will get the not the dark, so heavy news. <laughs> we'll get the dark piece out of the way. Um, Miami signed Philip Lindsay off of the waivers. And he played on Sunday. He didn't yeah. play terrible either. I no. didn't understand it at first, but now mm-hmm. I get it. The dude will actually fight for yards. Our other running backs aren't very strong. Oh, my God. What happened? Nothing. Um, what else do we got? So, Philip Lindsay looked good. On, uh, uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't play much, but a little bit that he did play, he looked pretty good. We'll, we'll oh, get good. into that. We'll that's get into that too, game, uh, but he had um, he had twelve carries for forty two yards. Wow, that's not too bad. For I didn't even first know game. he had twelve carries. <laughs> I thought it was like six. Now he 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 should be the number two at least for now. He may take Miles' spot. We'll see. I mean, Phillips Lindsay has the ability to be a strong runner, but he's a strong back. Uh, he's shown that. I think he'll Baltimore. definitely be. Um, probably our third down back. Yeah, uh, definitely for sure. Um, what else we got here? Uh, the NFL is still investigating Antonio Brown, uh, his fake vaccination card debacle. Yeah, whatever the hell's going on with that guy. 
Nobody cares yeah, anymore. He still isn't playing because he's still got his hamstring issue or whatever it is. Right. So it doesn't even matter, really. So it does. He's just dumb. Um, the New York Giants GM, likely in his last year. Not a surprise. No, he should be. <laughs> he, he should be. Yeah. I mean, God, I, I just don't understand how he can just keep, keep, keep being terrible. Mm. This one's interesting. Uh, Oklahoma University targeting Cliff Kingsbury, and he will not has not denied any of the rumors. Uh, yeah. So when he was asked about it, he said he won't get into those things. He said it's not not a not a topic I want to touch. So he's not saying no. He's not saying no. Not like Mike Tomlin. Someone <laughs> says this is this is a load of crap. <laughs> There isn't a blank check big enough they could write. My God. Um, I don't know. Cliff Kingsbury has been, it's hard to say if it's all him, you know? Yeah. Arizona. It's, so. He's got a lot of weapons. Right, exactly. It's like hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they like beat be Cleveland without him, that. so. In my opinion? Mm-hmm. I don't know. How much more money are you making taking a college coaching job again i don't know yeah um what else we got here mike mccarthy will not coach on thursday night uh versus new orleans uh due to covid on the covid list hmm. does that hurt them i don't think so. I, I, I was gonna say i don't know how much that really affects dallas who takes over yeah. now their defensive coordinator I can't it's probably it it's probably the that young kid the oc no, no, I don't think it was going to be um, because that's uh, Kyle, or I, I know who that is, Kellen Quinn. Um, I, I thought I read that the DC was going to take over. Um, Try to find it here. They're expecting to be very run heavy, though, from what I saw. I type in Cowboys DC and I get the Cowboys Dance Company. That's what you wanted, right? That's exactly what I wanted. Defensive coordinator. Um. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn is who is going to be oh. uh, taking over. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, so. we'll see. I don't think it means that much. No. Um, well, very good. But speaking of New Orleans, uh, Taysom is finally getting reps with the first team. Finally. God, took long enough, eh? It's not certain that he's starting, but he's at least getting the reps now. Well, at least he's getting in with the team. <clears throat> I mean... That's most important. We need to taste them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, another turn of events. It seems like Cleveland is now becoming a Pop Warner organization, and uh, yes. Cream Hunt's dad is now criticizing the offense of Cleveland. Find what he had said. First, it was OBJ's dad and his ridiculous 10 minute footage. 10 minute footage he put together. Now we got Cream Hunt. Um... I can only imagine what this dude's father had to say. And quickly, while uh, he's looking that up to see what Cream Hunt's dad, we had one little piece of news that came out. Uh, Minnesota is working out uh, on Johnson. Um, so running back, right? That is, he is a running back. Uh, last I knew, he played for Detroit. Uh, I don't know if he went anywhere after Detroit. Um, 
I, I mean, it makes sense. They lost Dalvin Cook. Yeah. For exactly. at least a while. So, they, yeah, they had to go somewhere uh, pick up something to relieve that. Uh, no, he last played for the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I guess he's familiar with the division. Did he play for the Eagles? No, he played. Oh, he was a part of the Eagles and 49ers practice squad this year. So it was a lot of criticism towards Baker is what it was. Well, I'm not surprised. So his his post said, now I'm getting people on my Facebook saying I'm being like Odell's daddy, and (laughs) I'm not. I'm stating facts on football and what we see. He's limping. He's scared to throw the ball, and they know he's hurt. They're going to keep listening, but if people don't like what I'm saying, Unfriend me. I'm not jeopardizing nothing. I got a right to speak. I ain't posting no videos. <laughs> Have a good day, Browns, or go Browns, hopefully. Well, so that's <laughs> a good wrong. thing. No, it's, he's not definitely not wrong. Well, you know. They really, especially that Sunday night game, I know you didn't watch it much, but the, um, they definitely stopped running the ball. Game was like really close too, whole time. Yeah, due to my wonderful little vacation slash trip to New York, I had to deal with my mother's not so great internet, and uh, I skipped most of the game. So, and not not our uh, not our usual setup that yeah, we have here. I was limited to one game in the morning slate. I was subjected to a visit that did not include any sports on the television whatsoever. So I missed the entire afternoon slate and then dealt with uh, skipping internet for the Sunday night game. So it was uh, a <laughs> very high quality uh, Sunday for me. Yeah, and the one game you got to watch did not I'd rather, go your way. I would rather stick pins in my eyeballs, I swear to God, than rewatch that. <laughs> But before we get into that, we got some injuries to go we over. We do have some injuries to get into. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, Tennessee has placed uh, AJ Brown on IR. I think it's a, I think it's a hammy. I don't know exactly what it is, but he'll be uh, back. It's yeah. just a couple weeks. Bills corner Tre'Davious White is now out for the season after tearing his ACL. The Thanksgiving game, Thanksgiving night game. It's tough. tough. It's for a big sure. hit for them. Oh yeah. Uh, we got here. Debo Samuel's gonna miss a little time due to a groin injury. I think it said one to three weeks. Uh, oh, it's tough. Report. That's losing like your. Uh, that's like three quarters of their offense. I know you're losing your best wide receiver, running back. Probably better quarterback than Jimmy G. Uh, one to two weeks. One to two weeks. Okay, not nothing terrible. Not like I expected them to do much. I think for the rest of the season, but uh, Teddy Bridgewater believed to have a leg contusion. Um, yeah, he left. He left early in the, the game against the Chargers. I don't think he came back in. Your guess is as good as mine, brother. Uh, I think he did come back in. It's hard to tell 
combined the two quarterbacks only threw 25 times. Eesh. But they won. Yeah, they somehow still managed to do that. <laughs> going to be out four to six weeks with a grade two MCL sprain. I mean, Jacksonville's not winning games, but Dan Arnold is a big part of that offense now. I was going to say, I've never heard of this dude. but He was a tight end for Carolina. Oh, okay. Now I've heard of this dude. As we've already uh, kind of brought up with the working out of on Johnson, Dalvin Cook has torn his labrum, uh, and they're hopefully looking to get him back by their playoff run. Yeah, and I just there was another report that said that, that said he could miss at least two games. That's hmm. that's a big difference between two games and end of the season. That is quite a big difference. <laughs> Especially for a running back, an injury in your shoulder is bad. Yeah. Like it's I mean uh, you know, slam into people with <laughs> your head, that's illegal. Just doing like a battering ram, just lower your head, just yeah. go forward. Yeah. Uh, Brown's offensive tackle, Jack Conklin, is out for the season. He tore his uh, uh, patella tendon. Yeesh. It's big. He's like one of their best linemen, too. That is very big. Uh, what else we got here? CMC oh. out for the season with an ankle injury. It's not a surprise. Not a surprise at all. What else is he not going to go down with an injury? You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, has he yeah. ever played a full season? I don't think he has. And if it was, it was his rookie season. I'm going to look it up while you go over Steelers issues. Yeah. Uh, so due to that game on um, Sunday, the nightmare, uh, TJ Watt is now on the COVID list right before our big game against Baltimore, which is really already putting doubt into my mind there. Um, Robert Spillane suffered suffered a knee injury, unlikely to uh, play on Sunday versus Pittsburgh, so or versus Pittsburgh versus Baltimore. That'd be another hit to our defense. And Pat Fryermuth is in concussion protocol. That's big because he lost Ebron, right? Yeah, Ebron is out as well. So we're looking at Zach Gentry um, as a tight end, which, uh, yeah. So that CMC question, he played the first full three seasons. Oh. He played three games last year and seven games this year. Yeah, my guy, he, they need to, they need to get that guy healthy. That's for sure. He's, I don't know if it's a. Oh, I got you covered on that. I got a. I got a picture of that. Yeah, I'm just. Um, I don't know if it's like he needs to change the scenery, or if it's just he's gonna be one of those guys. It's just he had so much potential. He just got hurt. I think that might be it. It's just like this is really unfortunate because how many times do you see like running backs that come in that are like dominant their first couple seasons and then just injuries, injuries, injuries. Brandon Jacobs. Yeah. That guy was a monster. Yeah. And then plague, yeah, plague, plagued. Like. That's it. It's, it's just running backs. It's uh, I know, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a tough position to play and be successful in year after year after year. Mm-hmm. 
which will be good to see if uh, Derek Henry and Jonathan Taylor can still continue to do what they do. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what Derek Henry looks like when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so Washington's uh, kicker, Joey Sly, is out three weeks at least with a hamstring strain. I have signed a kicker. I don't remember what his name was, but I didn't think it was that relevant. Yeah, he, Joey Sly is probably done there. Yeah, probably. And then last one, uh, Daniel Jones, I believe, is officially ruled out now mm-hmm. for Sunday's game against Miami with a neck strain, and Mike Glennon is expected to step in. Yeah. What I like. It's what I like Yikes. To see. I'm all about that. That's scary. <laughs> for you, uh, it's good. But yeah, it's good for us. Scary. Well, I, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to like completely rule it as a win because, well, no. Mike Glenn has been around for a while. He can somehow fuck around and win a game. Right. It's not completely. I would possible. prefer him not to do that, but. Well, we'll have to there. yeah, uh, and that's the uh, injuries, news, notes that we have at this point in the week. Um, yep. A lot, so of stuff, a lot of stuff. Jump into week 12. Thanksgiving Day. There was one good game on Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Chicago but, Detroit was not a good game, although Jared yeah. Goff did get the start. Right, and he only missed four throws. Yeah, I just don't understand how they lost. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> I don't know. Poor, I had poor. this game on the whole time. I don't think I paid attention at all until the very end, where they kicked the field goal to win. Yeah, I had this poor. Uh, so yeah, uh, Bears won the game, sixteen to fourteen. That's it. That's, that's the it. game. That's the game. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's, that's all we got for you on that one. Well, then say see you later. First game on to the second game. This was a good one. A good game. Dallas. Didn't expect uh, it to be. Las Vegas. Las Vegas won this 36 to 33 in overtime. Wow. This game, yeah, this was this was a battle. Deshaun Jackson got loose, had a 56 yep. yard touchdown. That was big. Dallas didn't take the lead until the very end. They went up by they went up thirty three to thirty at the very end of the game, and then they obviously obviously Vegas goes down, kicks a field goal, forces overtime. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. Yeah, yeah that was, was a, overall just it was a very very good game. Um, I didn't get to watch the entirety of it because I believe at the start of this it was four thirty, and I was eating dinner. So. <laughs> That's a fair point. Dallas needs to be a little worried, though. That's three out of four that they've lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, coming down the stretch here, it's not looking uh, – that's not really how you want to start to close out the, the tail end of your season. No. I mean, they got three tough games coming up. They have they have Washington twice, which Washington has proven to be real scrappy. Yeah, they're tough to beat and right they now. They have Arizona in week 17. But they also play the Saints, the Giants, and the Eagles. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting. The Raiders, they're, they're just 
They're just hanging around. Yeah, they're still in the hunt. It's, they're they're just sticking there, man. <laughs> they're they're half a game. I think they're a tiebreaker behind the Chargers for the seventh seed right now. Yeah, they're just hanging in there. And uh, the Thursday them. night game for Thanksgiving, we had Buffalo go to New Orleans for the Drew Brees Ring of Honor. Uh, and they stomped them 31 to 6. Stomped them. They did score a touchdown, the Saints did. They missed the, they, I think they went for, they, yeah, they went for two. Went for two. Didn't get it. And uh, not even close. They didn't, uh, Taysom didn't play in this game. He had like a foot injury. He was a, listed as emergency quarterback, though. Like he was suited up. He right. could play, but he couldn't play his style. Mm-hmm. Which was no good for them at that point. Yeah. Josh Allen, 23 28, 260, and four touchdowns. He had two ugly picks, though. Yes, he did. Those were. Buffalo is a confusing team this year, man. Dude, this is not the team everybody was expecting coming into this year. Oh, I forgot I had notes, by the way. Not at all close to not paying attention to my notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so real quickly before we continue on, uh, the, the Raiders game. The Raiders are undefeated at 6-0 and when Derek Carr throws for over 300 yards. Sheesh. Which is pretty good. Yeah, I'd say. And uh, this is kind of the crazy one here. Uh, the Bills game. All seven of Buffalo's wins this year have been by 15 or more points. By f- wait, what? By 15 or more. Sheesh. They are stomping people when they win. Yeah, I'd say. I would say. Holy smokes. Yeah, their closest was the second game against Miami where they won by 15. Damn, that's that's absurd. Yeah, it's that's stupid. It's very stupid, but man, man, holy smokes! Um, yeah, but other than trying to watch Dawson Knox chew a, a piece of turkey through the entire post game interview, I don't have much else to say. That dude took way too big a bite. <laughs> oh man. So that was uh, that was Thanksgiving. On the Sunday. Uh, lackluster, to say the least. Yeah. I think it would have been more enjoyable if they made the Dallas game the night game. Uh, just because of what it was. Right. Um, not a Sunday. Um, this game, Tampa Bay versus Indianapolis. Tampa Bay won by a touchdown, 38-31. to 31. Yeah. They, um, they didn't get much out of Jonathan Taylor, if I'm not mistaken. They didn't get anything. Say Tampa Bay kind of 16 for 83. Kind of shut that down. The Colts blew this, man. They really did. They were, they were up by 10 coming out of half. They had three straight possessions with turnovers. They had five turnovers total. I'm not going to, oh, four. I'm not, I'm not going to count that last one. The heave to the end, the prayer to the end oh, zone. Yeah. No second. That is what you it have counts. To do. It counts on the stats, but for the stat, it doesn't. The four turnovers leading to twenty-one points. Um, that's not. You can't turn the ball over that many times against Tom Brady. No, you're not gonna get very far doing that. That's for sure. And uh, Len, Lenny ate this game. 
Yeah, he did. My guy. He had four touchdowns, 100, 100, 100 on the ground, 31 in the air, three touchdowns on the ground. Sheesh. Yeah. I think David Boo was extremely balanced this game. You're feeding. I'm not mistaken. You're feeding. Yeah, 217 to 142 in terms of pounds. That's pretty good. And just when the, the Colts are starting to get some momentum, too, that would have been a big win for him. Huge win. Huge win. That would have put them in playoffs, right? What's that? Yeah, they'd be, they would have been 7-5. and five. They'd be in the playoffs. Yeah. That's tough. Uh, on to the here. next game, uh, the game that I oh yeah care less Who about the shit. <laughs> the Jets beat the Texans twenty one fourteen. Moving on, <laughs> that's uh, it. There was there was nine sacks in that game. There's your stat. Jets had five. Houston had four. Yeah, that, that, that's it. That's the, that's the game. We all got done for you guys on that one. We're over it. Keep on moving. Not that this next one wasn't really much to write. Oh, man, he laid a dud. Uh, Philly versus the Giants. Giants win 13-7. to Jalen Hurts had a terrible game. Oh, he played awful. He had a 45% completion percentage. No touchdowns, three interceptions. Had a passer rating. 17. Yeah, my guy. Jalen Hurts is, is, you know, you talk about teams being confusing. He is a confusing player. He is so like, – he'll play, like, a really good game. Like, he doesn't have to throw much. They just got to be awkward almost. Mm-hmm. Like, they have such a good game, and then they just stink. Big stink. Yeah, it's uh, like tough to side, see him play like that. Giants really didn't do anything crazy. No, they didn't. That's why I'm like, this game does not have much of a difference compared to the other one. No, there's another game like this later down. Uh, We'll get to that one. But this was a good, this next one was a good game. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Miami took on Carolina and won 33. Stomped them. Fuck out of here. Carolina was favored in this game, too. I don't get that. Yeah, we made Cam Newton look like Cam Newton. He was 5 of 21 for 92 yards. Do two interceptions. P.J. Walker came in 5 of 10. Also threw an interception. He got sacked four times. He only played the fourth quarter. Our defense Uh was eaten. Tua was 27 of 31, 230 a touchdown. Did two um, strip sacks. Both of them he got blasted right as he was trying to throw the ball. Good down. Oh, my man, my man, Jalen. Two yard punt block for a touchdown. Yeah, he that was doing everything. Jalen yeah. Waddle eight. Yeah, and nine catches for 137 yards. Found the end zone. Had a long of 57. They uh, they did their thing. 
Dude, watching Miami kill it was good though. And uh, yeah, it's about about time. It's a rough start to the season. Uh, Tua uh, is one of four quarterbacks now since 1950 to have back-to-back games with 80% completion percentage, joining yeah. Tyler, Drew Brees, and Peyton Manning. Wow. Uh, he also is the the first Dolphins quarterback ever to go back-to-back 80%. Also, wow. Makes sense. Dan Marino, when he was doing it, he was throwing the ball 35 yards on the field every play. <laughs> and he is also, after that game, Finally played a full season's worth of games. He's finally played 16 games. Oh. And he is uh, 67% completion overall. He has 3,500 yards, 21 to 11 TDINT. His passer ratings in 90 and he has six rushing touchdowns. The people uh, still think this dude's not good. <laughs> well, they're clearly not paying attention. No. They just, they hate. Big hating. I mean, they did their thing. They just got to keep winning at this point. We got we got Giants next. Then we got the bye week. Then we got the Jets again. Win those two. That puts us at 500. That puts us 7-7. Seven and seven. We're... Should be right in the thick. Back on track. Day. Right back on track. I think just those, those early losses that we had to the teams we weren't supposed to lose to is going to hurt us. Like losing to uh, Jacksonville. Losing to the Raiders. Yeah, you can't have those losses. Losing to Atlanta. Like those, even just two of those wins would have been, we'd be in playoffs right now. Yeah, you'd be at what, seven? You'd be seven and five. But, oh well. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Hey. Um, Undefeated in November, though. We didn't lose. Hey. That's cool. It's a good a uh, it's a good start. It is. On your on your comeback. Where are we going next? Where are we going? We're going Tennessee, New England. Tennessee, New England. Uh, New this England one was uh, not good. 36 to 13. It's um, it's six straight for New England now. They had two running backs over 100 yards. Wow. One had 131, one had 109. Wow. Um, they did what they needed to do. They ran the ball. Exactly. They're good at. Oh no, that was Tennessee. Never mind. Tennessee had what? They had 200 yards rushing and didn't win the game. I drove through for 310. Damn. 23 of 32, 310, two touchdowns. I was looking at the wrong stat line. But uh, in this uh, six games in a row for New England, they're averaging 35 points a game. It's pretty wild. That's that's a lot of points. Yeah. Makes you worry for Monday night. Which is, yeah. Which is that is the reason why New England is still in first place at eight and four of the division. It makes me mad. So stupid. Can't stand it. 
so stupid. But I mean, looking at the score, the problems that Tennessee's having, I'm not too surprised. Yeah, they just they the problem is they lost their best player. Exactly. I mean, what are you gonna do if Derrick Henry's just not there to pound the ball 30, 35 times? Yeah, get you either probably between 100 and 200 yards. Exactly. Absurd. Absurd. Um, all right, well, we'll move on from that mess to another shit show. Yeah, this was a bad one. Pittsburgh went to Cincinnati and lost 40. They, they went there. They went there. They didn't do anything. I don't know why they even decided to waste the time and money it was to get there. But they lost 41 to 10. It was 41 to 3 at one point, right? Yeah, it was. Ouch. It was uh, 31 to 3 at the end of half, I believe. First half. Yep. Um, yeah, and we uh, still got outscored 10 to 7 in the, in the <laughs> second half. Joe Mixon just ran all over you. Dude, we could not stop Joe Mixon to save our life. Could not stop a run. Nothing. We'll say, as terrible as it was for you, T. Higgins, Moss, and your guy was nasty. Dude, James, yeah, Pierre needs to go. Just sit him down. Never see him so, again. So, I have yes, one stat, right. and then in this in this one, it's not a good stat for you. And in two straight games now, the Pittsburgh defense has allowed over 450 yards. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I think That's, they have allowed uh, – how many points? Hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. 82 points in the last two games they've allowed. Oh, yikes. Hey, I want you to know, I know how that feels. In 2019, Miami lost the first two games, being outscored 110 to – wait, it was 101 to 10. I know how that feels. Don't worry. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it was the uh, first time that uh, Cincinnati has won three consecutive games against Pittsburgh in 31 years. Yeah, see, I like the Joe Burrow's response to when he was asked about what it feels like to sweep Pittsburgh. Mm. He said it's just two games. It doesn't matter. It's true. It's the right mindset. It is. Um, I'm sure uh, there. what else happened in this game that really pissed me off. Uh, Mike Hilton, pick six on Ben Roethlisberger. Love that. Yeah, former, former teammate last year. Yeah, that happened. Um. What else happened? Um, and, then, and then, you know, as a team that's, you know, normally on top of, you know, discussions of come the end of the season, of course, there's going to be drama when you're not doing great, right? Mm-hmm. Chase Claypool says that uh, the practice would oh. be more fun if there was music playing and, and then they're able to have more fun. So He needs to um, just stop bitching and put his head down and grind. Mike Tomlin's response was, Claypool plays wide out, and I'll let him do that. I'll formulate the approach that division of labor is properly appropriate. <laughs> Stick to your job, young man. Yeah. You just focus on doing what needs to be done. And basically, uh, from what I understand, they're going to be putting themselves into pads this week, and uh, Mike Tomlin ain't playing no fucking games. That is... That is true. 
and I and they signed a uh, defensive tackle from the Saints practice squad. Some dude I never heard of. But he's like six foot three, three hundred forty pounds, and I'm just assuming they only did this to stick a boulder in the middle of the line. <laughs> against yeah, especially next week against Lamar. Against Lamar. Um, I don't know what the issue is. I don't know why the defense can't stop the run. And I don't know why Ben Roethlisberger's favorite wide receiver is the grass. So, <laughs> dude throws more three-yard passes into the dirt than he does to any wide receiver. So, <laughs> that's uh, great. I love that. It's truth. Um, but that's all I got. We'll see you next week. It'll be another loss. Probably. Probably. I know you're not picking it. You're you're picking your team to win because you you can't possibly pick the other team. Mm-mm. I have picked them a couple. I I realize I have picked them a couple times throughout the season, but I, I have noticed that too. But I know for a fact you're not picking them this time. Not this week, no. No chance. No chance. Man, so I'm gonna move off of that because I'm just gonna start getting. Hey, let's go to another terrible game. It was terrible. I really was pulling for Jacksonville, man. Man, we thought James was throwing this whole week away. He he didn't even pick somebody to win, and he got the same result we did. Yeah, yeah and he was. Atlanta beat Jacksonville well twenty-one to fourteen. Were they up like twenty? Were they up twenty-one to nothing or twenty-one to seven? It was twenty-one to three. 21 to three. That's what it was. How they scored 11 was points. 20, uh, they went for two. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. It was 21 to 11. Yeah. Um, Cordell Patterson at 108 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Yes. I did see that. He had himself a, a nice little game there. Um, yeah. I mean, really don't got anything there either. No, that game was. I mean, I don't really know much about it, but just looking at the score, I can tell you that game was not very interesting to watch. Just knowing those two teams. Yeah, it was not not good. Make your eyes bleed. <laughs> um that was the shortened morning slate of games. Yep. Due to thanks to Um so we got uh, another game that I did not expect to go this way. The Chargers went this to Denver. Upset for the week. Yeah, big time and lost twenty-eight to thirteen. Yeesh, what did Denver do here? Um, so Herbert had two interceptions, both by Patrick Sertan. One was a pick six. He got sacked three times. Uh, they just really couldn't get anything going. It's unfortunate. Time of possession was almost dead even. It's a 23-second difference. Wow. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was... Yeah, I mean... Denver just did their thing. They just ran the clock down a little bit. And then... Just took the game out of their hands. Yeah. It was just one of those weeks where the Chargers just couldn't get anything going. That's why it's hard to predict what they're going to do week to week. They're just still a young team. Uh, God, them damn Chargers. Um, <laughs> this game you'll have to fill me in on. So we had the Rams taking on the Packers. 
I'll try my best. The Packers won 36 to 28. Yeah, so going into the fourth, it was 36 to 17. Okay. Um, Stafford had another ugly interception. It's falling apart here. Yeah. Um, There's a reason he stayed in Detroit. The lights are too bright when the teams are too good. Uh, the biggest thing for me was um, Jalen Ramsey would not follow Devontae Adams. Huh. He stayed in one spot. Huh. And when he did have to go against Devontae, he got cooked. Huh. Uh, that The one interception uh, Stafford threw was a pick six, by the way. Uh, Adams had eight for 108 or 104. Cobb had four for 95, but they lost him in the first half. Um, I don't know, man. The Rams just they cannot figure this out. Yeah, man. And they had three receivers with almost 100 yards each. <laughs> Cobb had 96. Jefferson had 93. Beckham had 81. Two of them scored. Odell scored and Jefferson scored. Hmm. Cup had the two-point conversion. I just can't figure those out. No. Like I said, maybe those bright lights are too much for uh, old uh, Maddie there. So Detroit yeah. did so it well just for might him. be. Um, the, and as of right now, the Packers and the Bucks are the only teams undefeated at home now. Wow. That's it. Wow. Uh, also, I want to point out just how crazy tough this Green Bay stretch was that they went on their last five. And they won two of the three, or they yeah. won three of the two, three of the five. Holy hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they beat Arizona. Then they played Kansas City and they lost. Then they beat Seattle. Then they played Minnesota and lost. And then they beat the Rams. That is a tough stretch. That is a very tough stretch. Like, Seattle's not good, but they're still scrappy. Yeah. That That's clear to tell me. Um, yeah, we got, we got this pick wrong. Yeah, I'd say. Uh, I think we picked just because we didn't know. How healthy Rodgers was. Like he was gonna play, we just didn't know how healthy he was. Um he only practiced one day this week before this game. It's just crazy. He was a dude's a different human. He is different human. Okay, we're almost through, we're almost through the games. We have uh, Minnesota and San Francisco. And There's not much to talk about on this one besides Minnesota is just being Minnesota. So, yeah, they they, they won have by a big eight. win and then they stink. One by eight. Yeah. Um, the big thing in this one, besides they lost Debo, was um, Jimmy has now five straight games with a 90 or more, a higher passer rating. Wow. Pretty wow. good. Yes, yeah, pretty damn good. Sheesh. Uh, 
that's really that's really it. I mean, San Francisco just played giveaway. They held the ball for 15 more minutes. Sometimes and it's all you got to do. Minnesota obviously lost their best player or one of their best players, Dalvin Cook, so they couldn't mm-hmm. really do anything. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do at that point? Just, you lose do. your whole run game. Okay. Uh, we have the Sunday Night Stinker. Oh, God, this game was terrible. Cleveland, Baltimore. Baltimore wins 16 to 10. So you're going to hate me saying this, Dad, but Lamar is the first quarterback to win a game while throwing four picks since 2013 which was Carson Palmer. And prior to that, QBs had lost 41 straight doing more and more interceptions. And that just proves how bad the Browns are. Like You get four takeaways? You don't do anything. Four takeaways and you get nothing done. They had four takeaways and Baltimore still had the ball for 15 more minutes. Like, what the fuck? This game was terrible. I don't really have much to say about this I, one. I don't have much either. So. Um, other than Jarvis Landry finally had a good game again. It's six for 111. That's a bonus, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Browns stink. Baltimore. They can't throw the ball. They stink. And um, that's it. And that's it for that one. On the on the Monday night. Uh, speaking of stink, Seahawks <laughs> lose to the football team fifteen to seventeen. You know, very weird game. This game was weird. Um. Because it was what? It was seven to three, right? Yeah, seven three Seattle. Seven three Seattle. Washington scores a touchdown. It's nine seven. Right at the end of the half. I think right it was like 40 seconds left. Yeah, Seattle blocks the field goal attempt. The point after. Runs it attempt. all the way back. It runs it all the way back. So now it's nine nine going into halftime. And that's where Washington lost their kicker. Yes, on that. They score in the third quarter. Have to go for two because they don't have a kicker. They get it. And then nothing else happens until the last like 15 seconds of the game where Russ throws a laser mm-hmm. to a guy that's wide open for a touchdown. Gerald Everett. And then they have to go for two and they don't get it. They don't get it. And then they line up <laughs> for onside kick. They recover the onside kick, but some idiot lines on the opposite, the wrong side of the hash mark. There's a flag call that gets moved back, and then they don't get the onside recovery on the second attempt. Oh, my God. It was terrible to watch. And that's why they lost. Terrible to watch. Yeah, yeah. Seattle stinks. Happy birthday, Russell Wilson. You suck. Uh, yeah, that's now his fourth straight loss as a starter for the first time in his career. And Seattle has now lost eight games in the season for the first time since they drafted him. It's nuts. It's time to change. 
Pete Carroll's got to go. Brian yeah. Russell has to be traded. Yeah, it's going to be loyal to that for so long. I mean, ever since they lost that Super Bowl, that organization's been cursed. Oh, yeah, big time. It was so funny because they were doing that two-point conversion. Jim goes, they won't run it here. I go, of course they won't. It's Pete Carroll. And I'm going to throw it. That's all they know how to do. They got to throw the ball. History doesn't ever repeat itself. It does now. That's gonna that's gonna do it for week twelve. Week overall. twelve is uh, over. Point update: uh, James won the week again, like we had said. Surprise. None of us went positive this no. week. Uh, James wins seven and eight. Now sits twenty-seven overall. I won seven and eight. I lost the score tiebreaker. Uh, he was closer. I'm at 23 overall. Don went six and nine. That <laughs> is one point. He is also 23 overall. This dude's running away with it, man. Now he's the whole week ahead. Yeah, it's is not good. Got buckle in this week. Really, really think about this one. Um, let's go to. The week twelve takeaways. Week twelve takeaways. Here we go. All right. Uh, it's all about the situations quarterbacks get drafted into that determines their success. Hundred percent accurate. Absolutely. Um, Donald's choking of a Packers offensive line is a good visual of how the Rams' season is unfolding. <laughs> Because he's choking the shit out of that guy. He started lifting him off the ground. <laughs> oh, God. Trevor Simeon's play has Taysom Hill saying, Coach, send me in. Jeez, I love the love word it. play. <laughs> uh, Leonard Fournette nets four TDs as the Bucks come back to win a thriller. That was a good one, too. Nets four, four net. Um, Debo Samuels, a top five running back. Sorry, it just guys. might be. <laughs> um, Baker's gonna will have more commercials on TV than Browns wins by the end of the season. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that Bernie Kosar one's a waste of time to watch. Uh, Mac Jones looks like he should have been the first quarterback taken. Let's go back to number one. Mac it's all Jones about the situation. Well. Not a success. Trevor <laughs> Lawrence in New England. Probably wouldn't have more than eight wins. Probably. <laughs> It'd probably be at like 10 and 2. Joey Sly says, I'm back on waivers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck finding another spot there, pal. Yeah. Lincoln Riley isn't the only LA resident avoiding the SEC. Chargers are frauds. Yeah, they are. It's good for USC, by the way. Good for them. Yeah, good for them for sure. The second he's he's already there, and they already got the number three QB prospect to commit there. That's insane. Insane. Um, the Panthers choosing Ghost Boy over Mac Jones will haunt them for years to come. See, that's that's the thing though. Is will it, or is it the situation? Right. Again, we'll go back to number one. I would I would take Mac Jones over. Idiot over there, Sam Darnold. But again, situation. Situation is very 
dog size back to number one. Um, so that's what we got for the week 12 takeaways. Absolutely. There's some good ones every week, and then there's some that are just stupid. Yeah. But that's what I bring uh, to this. Dumb and stupid. <laughs> dumb Sometimes and stupid. good. <laughs> let's, uh, let's give out some awards, shall we? We shall. All right. Let's go with the game of the week. We had the same one. We went the Las Vegas Raiders at the Dallas Cowboys. It was yeah. the most competitive game. That's what I was going to say. By far the most competitive. Uh, and then uh, team of the week, I went with the Raiders. I went with the Washington football team. Solid choice there. Uh, for our players of the week, uh, AFC offensive player of the week, I went with my boy Jalen Waddle. He had the nine catches, buck 37 and touchdown. As you should have. As I should have. Um, I, for this week, took Joseph Mixon. <laughs> Cooked you. Cooked us 28-165, two touchdowns on the ground. We don't need to discuss his receiving yards because he sucks there. Yeah. And uh, AFC defensive, we both went Patrick Sertan. He had five tackles, four solo, two pass deflections, two INTs, one of them being a pick six. Dude bald. Finally. 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 Then the other side of the conference, NFC Offensive Player of the Week. It's a no-brainer, just like it was last week. Uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, 70 carries, 100 yards, three touchdowns. He had seven catch with 31 yards and a touchdown. Dude cooked. Who? Oh, Lenny? Lenny. Yeah. Then... Uh, That's somebody else for this, I think. I had just seen, but I don't care. Um, my NFC defensive player of the week, I went Shaq Barrett. He had eight tackles, five solo, one tackle for loss, two sacks, and one forced fumble. I'm going to ride yours because I don't have one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Something The defensive players is the hardest thing to get. And it really 100%. seems like it's always the NFC side. 100%. Like, if it's not Trayvon Diggs, I don't know who the fuck it's going to be. Exactly. <laughs> and what's uh, it going to be? Uh, we're going to go to the power rankings now. Starting at number 10, I'm going to put, I don't know why, I'm going to put San Francisco 49ers. Oh, okay. Um, I, at number 10, um, I'm gonna put Tennessee. Okay, okay. Uh, number nine, I'm gonna put the Ravens. Same. All right. Number eight, I'm gonna put the Cowboys. Same. Seven, the Bengals. Kansas City. Kansas City. Okay. Uh, six, I got Buffalo. Same. Five, I got the Patriots. Cincinnati. Four, I got Kansas City. New England. Uh, three, Tampa Bay. Same. Two, Arizona. Green Bay. One, Green Bay. Arizona. See, I have to have Green Bay above Arizona because they beat them. I understand. I get it. Do you? I do. Do you? I do. I had it. Arizona one last week. They didn't play. 
I'm just not going to move him. That's fair. Uh, you want to go over that stupid draft order real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the current updated draft order <laughs> coming out of this is just hilarious 12. the way it is. So Detroit obviously has number one pick. Yeah, uh, Houston one has number two. Um, Jacksonville has the third overall pick. And then shit gets weird. Um, the Jets would have the number four pick from Seattle. And then they would also have their own number five pick. The Giants would have their number six pick. And then they would have the number seven pick from Chicago. Then you have the Philadelphia Eagles taking the eighth pick. And then the ninth pick from Miami. And then Carolina Panthers having the 10th pick. Yeah, so four through nine is Jets, Jets, Giants, Giants, Eagles, Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird. So the draft uh, could be very uh, interesting. I can't believe I, my, my pick would still be number nine. Right? I mean, I get it, but it's like we're on a four-game winning streak. I feel like we'd be out of the top it, it'll bottom move. ten, I guess. Years will move. We'll move. I feel like years will move out of there. And then somewhere in there, Miami has San Francisco. So it's, yeah. it's even more weird. Right. You know, just... <laughs> so everybody has everybody else's pick. It's insane. insane. And uh, we've been doing this sort of every week, not intentionally, but we're going to start doing it intentionally now. We're going to look at the, the current playoff picture mm-hmm. as we're getting closer. So yeah, week 13 AFC, was at least, what, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, six more five, weeks. Six. Okay. Uh, so currently in AFC, Baltimore is the number one. New England's number two. Tennessee's three. Kansas City, four. And your wild card spots are Cincinnati, Buffalo, and the Chargers. So right now it would be New England versus the Chargers, which we've seen. New England won. Buffalo against Tennessee, which would be a lot different this time. And then a fun one would be Kansas City, Cincinnati. I feel like we which they do play. I was gonna say I feel like we still have yet to see that game. Yeah, we have not. I think that's like 16 or 17 that they play. Uh, it's got to be 17 because Pittsburgh plays Kansas City week 16. Oh, well, there you go. Then it's it's got to be 17. That's scary. That'd be a, that'll be a fun game for sure. I just know that that AFC top seven is a lot scarier than the NFC. Yeah. And also in the hunt in the AFC right now, you have the Raiders, the Browns, the Broncos, the Colts, and the Steelers. Which again, I feel like Miami should be there. Well, if the Miami's <laughs> what five and seven. Well, five and seven. You're five. Pittsburgh's five realistically five, five and six. And six. <laughs> after after we hopefully beat the Giants, I'm not going to say we will. Hopefully we beat the Giants. We should be should be there at six and seven. I mean, you're not, you're not far behind. No. On the other side of the conference, I guess, I mean, I guess this kind of makes sense. Arizona's number one. Uh, Green Bay is number two. Green Bay is number two only because they have one more loss. Yep. Uh, Tampa's three. Dallas is four. Rams are five. Niners are six. And the Vikings are seven. So we would have... Uh, first round would be Green Bay, Minnesota, Eek. which would be different. Uh, Tampa, San Francisco. Do not like that for San Francisco. You say Green Bay, Minnesota. Yeah, two seven. Oh, you have Minnesota at the seven. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay, because oh, NFL no, is Washington. Yeah, mine's old. Yeah, Washington. It'd be yeah, Green Bay, Washington. But still, ugh. yeah, yeah. Don't like that for Washington. Oh. And then, yeah, San Francisco, Tampa would not be pretty either. No. Rams, Dallas, still is what it would be. That'd be yeah. fun. That that should be a good game. That would that one of the three. And then in the hunt, there's so many more teams in the hunt on this side. You have Minnesota, Atlanta, New Orleans, Philly, Carolina, <laughs> Giants, and the Bears. That's that's too many teams, man. <laughs> too many teams. That's this is making me excited though. Yeah, we're getting we're getting to the point where, like, obviously every game matters, but now, now it's like you you don't want to lose anymore. No, 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 no. But like I said, playoffs are looking mighty fun, at least on the AFC side of things. The AFC, I don't think there's a bad game there. No, not at all. Maybe Chargers New England just because. Herbert's going to struggle against Bill. Oh, yeah, like, like he already did once this year. Yeah, and once last year. Yeah, that's just the way it is. But, yeah, I mean, NFC, you take the division leaders. They should win every game against the wildcard <laughs> team, except for maybe Dallas Rams. Right. But we'll have to wait and see how that finalizes. Well, for sure. But before we can do that, we got to get through these next couple weeks. We got to get to week 13. Week 13, baby. I'm going to jump ahead to week 13, looking ahead, making some picks. We got teams on by week. We got Carolina, Cleveland, Green Bay, and Tennessee. I don't like these late buys, but somebody's got to have them. Cleveland with the weirdest schedule, bro. They play Baltimore last week, by this it's week, Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore next Baltimore, week. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Isn't that, isn't Washington's uh, Dallas somebody else Dallas? Hold on, <laughs> let me pull up their dumbass schedule. Washington has the oh my god, it's so stupid. It was like yeah, they play the Dallas Raiders. needs to be worried because Washington could really take this division now. They really can because this schedule gets like it's super division stupid heavy. easy. So Raiders, right? Yep. Following that, they have the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and then the Giants. You play five straight division games. Yeah. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles. Cowboys, no, Giants, Eagles. Eagles. Cowboys, no, no. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. What the fuck is that? That is their remaining schedule. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles. And then the Giants. <laughs> How did they get that? How does that happen? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, Dallas has to start winning again, man. And I think it starts up Thursday night against New Orleans. Yeah, it has to. I mean, I'm going to take Dallas here in this one as well. Um, uh, James went New Orleans here. He did. Looking at the Cowboys' remaining schedule real quick. Okay. Uh, I think it's it's Saints, Washington, Giants, Washington, Giants, Washington, Cardinals, Cardinals, Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, they have like. There's a kind of mix in three that kind Washington of one is like. God, Washington is just weird. Hope you guys like any Washington fans out there. I hope you like division games. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Yeah, watching the same game twice in two days, pretty much. <laughs> is this a replay? No, it ain't a replay. 
jumping into Sunday, we have uh, Mike Glennon and the Giants going down to Miami. Just win, Miami. baby. Just win. That's all we can do. We should. I'm trying to pull a uh, undefeated week here. Yeah. Yeah. Putting some actual thought into this. I'm trying. You're not going to take Detroit? No. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have Indy going to Houston. I think this game is closer, but I think Indy still wins. I want to say closer, but they also just got <clears throat> lost to the Jets. I just don't really know even to. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Minnesota taking on Detroit. I go Minnesota. Same. Next up, we have Philly taking on the Jets. I do that every time. I put oh high. I'm gonna take Philly. I am too. I feel like the Jets are gonna win that game. It's like a weird party, right? Yeah. Yeah. Same. You have it too, right? Yeah. Okay. It's just because of how inconsistent the Eagles are. I know. It's like, is he going to have another fucking dud of the week? He yeah. clearly sucks at that stadium. Uh, we have... You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm doing it. You're taking the Jets? I'm going to. I like it. I like it. Be bold, man. Um, I right? have Arizona coming out there, by the way. Take on the Bears. Sorry. They should have Kyler. They should have Hop. This shouldn't be close. Yeah, sorry, Chicago. This is their coming out party. Hey, we're ready there, for the hey, playoffs. Hey, don't forget about us. We're still here. We're healthy now. Ish. Yeah. Um, next one's gonna be a good one. We have the Chargers taking on the Bengals. Yeah, I'm taking this across the board. Oh, it should be it should be a good game. It should least. be a game, but man, they're fucking scary. Uh next up we have a, a NFC South battle. We have Tampa Bay stomping the Falcons to the ground. Yeah. Taking that to the bank. Starting the later stretch, we have Jacksonville taking on the Rams. If they lose to the Jaguars, they Even, should just give up. I know. You have no reason to be a football team with all that signings you made. And you have I don't know if they won a game yet. They they're 0 3 with Von Miller. And uh, yeah, great. Way to go. This next one's kind of tough for me, man. We have Washington taking on Vegas. I'm taking Washington, man. I don't know why I'm riding that high. I'm gonna go Vegas. That's fair. I don't. I don't know. You, you don't. That's the thing. That game is really hard to pick. Uh, next up, we have an AFC North battle. We have Baltimore taking on Pittsburgh. I'm sorry, Don. All right, more losses brings me closer to Kenny Pickett. <laughs> 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 Then we have what was supposed to be Sunday Night Football, but they moved it. Uh, we have yeah. San Francisco taking on Seattle. Yeah. Thank God they moved it. Yeah. Sorry, Russ. You suck. Yeah, he does. Then we have the new Sunday Night Football game. We have Denver taking on Kansas City. 
And then we have the most interesting game of the week. AFC East battle. We have Monday Night Football. New England taking on Buffalo. Um, I'm taking New England here. James went Buffalo. James went Buffalo 28-18. I'm going to take New England for the simple fact that Buffalo, from what I have seen, has struggled stopping the run this season. And they've been pretty inconsistent. That as well. Score, um, score, score. Let's do a 31-27. It's a pretty solid score. Well, you yeah. said they've, they've scored, what, 30-plus in their last? 35, 35 on their winning streak. Yeah. This is tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 34 to 30. I like it. I don't even know if it's gonna be that close. <laughs> I don't know what Buffalo is gonna show up. That's the that's the thing. Man, oh, this is gonna be scary. I don't like this week already. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I think that uh, pretty much does it for us for the week. For the week, yeah. Um, uh, I do have uh, one more thing I want to share with you. Yeah. Uh, this dude made a uh, like a fourteen parlay for division winners before the season started. Mm-hmm. Put twenty five dollars down. He picked uh, New England to win, Dallas to win, Tampa Bay to win, Arizona to win. And uh, right now he can cash out early for $800. Or if he actually hits it, he gets 26 24 Jeez. Which, good for him. I'd say. Holy smokes. Um, what a, Do I have any other things I have to say? Um... Uh, yeah, I mean, I was one thing I read today about, uh, of course, going to be about Pittsburgh because that's really like really read news much about mostly most news about. That's how it should it be. It wasn't typically about Pittsburgh per se. It was more about Jimmy G, but uh, as Pittsburgh is a possible destination for him and come the off season. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. I don't love it. I'm right. Again, I'm really high on Kenny Pickett. You are. <laughs> Dude, I love this kid. Um, James, James, like, man, you got your draft pick right last year. Can you hope for yourself you get your draft pick right this year? Hopefully. Yeah. The other two teams they had listed there were New Orleans and uh, Carolina. Neither one of Pittsburgh makes the most sense out of the out three. Out of those three, yeah. Um, I don't know. It really all depends. I if I say if if they lose this game, I don't have much much hope. I think for the rest of the season. Yeah, you, you know, it gets. I mean, tough we could you. finish ten six and one, but right, seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, we could finish ten six and one, but I don't know if that's really going to do anything. 
No. Especially when you're looking at some of these teams that have eight wins and there's six weeks left. Yeah. That's that's the point I was I'm making with my team. It's like, yeah, we can win out and maybe make playoffs, but I feel like we started way too slow. So I'm just like thinking, yeah, Pittsburgh probably has a better shot at that quarterback in the draft. And you might want to go that way. I don't know. When you think about it, Mason's going to hit the market this summer. Not that I think anybody really wants him, but he's a free agent. And I think Dewey's a restricted free agent. They might just release him. They probably will. And then what's Pittsburgh have? They have literally nothing. I mean, yeah, I could see that might not be a terrible idea. Bring Jimmy in draft and draft boy. and draft the boy. Like, you got to do something. Sit him. Just sit him. Yeah, or I mean, because you can't if you're gonna do it that route, you can't bring a big talent quarterback in there like the name like Aaron Rodgers, and then uh, and draft a and draft a rookie. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had a problem already being in one place and a rookie being drafted. Now bringing him in and drafting a rookie. Yeah, the, the same year that he gets there. Yeah, like yeah, we're having heavy. This is your replacement, by the way. <laughs> so do what you can, make him good. You got two years, and then he's, and then you're done. We'll see you, you know, <laughs> that was all I think I, I read today. Really, was that stupid little article about Jimmy G? I mean, I think if you draft that rookie quarterback, you definitely want you don't want to just throw him in there right away. I don't think because you look at these top teams. I see if it stays this way in the draft order, two teams that could. Run for him. Carolina right now, who's Houston. there? What about Detroit? Do they want to draft another rook, young quarterback? Or do you think they want to give Jared Goff another shot? Do you, do you think they want to give Jared Goff another shot? I don't know because he hasn't played. He hasn't really cost them, I feel like, as a whole. I feel like they were in a lot of their games. The other one is the Giants. Well, yeah, that's a, that's the Giants and and Danny Jones, which I've already seen a report that they're going to try to go all in to try to get Russ. Mm. See, because that's a lot of things is all these contracts coming up. So I was like, who's got the money well, they're to gonna spend? Be, they're going to be trading for Russ. They they're not going to sign Russ. Well, I I get that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Assets or money to spend on big name quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, how many QB prospects are there right now? Uh, QB prospects. Not prop. Where's he 2022. Ranks? So you got the, the, you got Ryder from Cincinnati. And number 10, you got Hayner from Fresno, number nine. Where's oh, your guy? Is he? He's not even in this. Oh, two. Number two? Two. Two in in draft projections. Currently the top quarterback in in college quarterback rankings. I feel like you may have to make a trade to try to go up in the draft to get Mm -hmm. him then. Yeah. But, I mean, his rise is certainly similar to that of Joe Burrow of Zach Wilson. 
as a you fifth year compared to Zach Wilson. No, I think they just mean like his rise to like all of a sudden just be at the top of the, you know, yeah. quarterbacks coming out. Yeah, especially Burrow. That dude went from trash to winning a championship. I think they say the only thing that says about him is that uh, his hands are a bit small. But who oh, hasn't heard that? For real. If Kyler can throw a football, I think Kenny Pickett <laughs> won't have a problem. That that is a good point. I hear that Malik Willis, that Liberty quarterback, I hear he, he's like really good. You saw what did you saw somebody said that they Pittsburgh should draft draft the Louisville quarterback? The Louisville quarterback uh, try to copy the Lamar Jackson prototype. No. How are you going to draft Najee Harris to try to bring back a run, yeah, run game and then take the ball out of his hands? I feel like exactly what you'd be doing. That's exactly what you're doing. And that's the only reason why I said a quarterback like Jimmy G could work in Pittsburgh. Yeah, especially with where he is now in San Francisco. And where he They're was. They're not a pass-first team. Neither was New England. Yeah. Like, that's not the kind of system Jimmy G works which is, in. Which is why when he said that, I'm like, that, it makes sense. Right. And and the, in the articles, like, Jimmy G's a little bit, more, little bit more mobile than people give him credit for. I'm like, okay, are we comparing him to Ben Roethlisberger? Like, who are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you compare him to Ben and fucking everybody. Everybody's like Lamar if you're comparing him to Ben. Yeah. I think we rambled on enough here at the end. <laughs> or yeah. I rambled on enough. I mean, I mean, the only other thing I would say for Pittsburgh as far as quarterback would be um, is it if Miami does go all in to get Deshaun Watson, try to get Tula. Right. That was another option. It's a young quarterback who is playing would, fantastic. He's playing fantastic. He would do uh, – Pittsburgh has young weapons to put around him. They have a defense. Defense. That's the biggest thing is like, it's just, and, and this was the biggest part that got me. I'm going to, this will be my last, my last point that I make here. When the Steelers drafted Ben Roethlisberger in what year is that? 2004. Was the, Something draft, like that. I believe. the Steelers were in the exact same situation that they are in now. They had an aging quarterback with lots of young talent around them and a defense. Yeah. Same exact yeah. situation they were in when they drafted Ben. So we'll see if uh, history can hopefully repeat itself. <laughs> hopefully you strike gold again? No, we won't strike gold again. That was our diamond in the rough. <laughs> rough, rough. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note, I will take us out of here. Um, as always, would like to thank you all for joining us. Yes, yes, we do have that Call of Duty episode still. Yeah, we should be able to get for, it recorded. We're gonna get here. to it. This, I, I want to say we should be able to get to it this week or weekend or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back from vacation. I got a little bit more time on my hands, so just gotta find time to sit down, knock it out, knock it out. That's right. But we didn't forget about you, Call of Duty lovers. So that's what CDL also stands for. Yeah, <laughs> shit. That was main. Those the one of our main things of starting the podcast was, and not a lot of Call of Duty podcasts out there. Yeah.
but I mean, we started it late. We did start it late, so it'll be nice to be able to jump. We started what major major four? Yeah, it was a major four. We get we started dipping our toes in, trying to figure this thing out. I think we're getting a little better at it. I think so. I think when when the league is officially back, we'll actually have a, a pretty good format going this time instead of just winging it like we yeah. always did. Yeah, we'll be able to plan out a little bit more. We'll get to that later. Yes. But for today, we thank you all once again for taking your time out to listen to us. Um, this has been the CDL Huddle. And just like to stay, stay frosty, my friends. See you next time.